Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by Western Governors University. Imagine this, if you would. You have an expiration date stamped on your body. First of all, uh, would you be one of those that has it in a place where you could actually see it? Or would it be the one where someone would have to just keep flipping you around time after time looking, going, I I don't see the date on this. And then finally it would be like, ha, there it is behind his knee. Where would you put your expiration date if you had one on your body? Man, I mean, I don't want it to be completely visible by everybody, do you? I wouldn't think. I mean, is that the day you die? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, your expiration date. Hmm. (laughs) Pretty heavy. (laughs) Or at least your, you know, sell-by date. Uh, yeah. Be- best yeah, so if used by. Ca- kind of close. Yeah, yeah. Best if used by this date. Where where would you put yours? Armpit. Okay. Tough one to find, right? Because yeah. you'd be looking all over and you go, well, I know it's here somewhere. And then you ah, there it is in the armpit. Slim, where would you put your date? I'm going upper left thigh, way up, like <laughs> right below the underwear line. Oh, my. But upside down so that I can read it sitting down. Oh, that's brilliant! So if I right ever there. forgot when it yeah. was, yeah, I can just pull my shorts up a little bit and go, "Dang!" Now, is that on the outside, inside, just right in the front? Uh, just right on on the top of my thigh, the meaty right, part of your thigh. Just so there. when yeah, I pull right. my shorts up, I can look down and see see it and go, "Dang!" You guys want to play a quick game? Sure. I uh, pulled out some Rolaids out of a desk drawer that I had, the Rolaids soft shoes, which I now have in my hand. You want to play the game of the expiration date on those? <laughs> well, we did this a while back with a bottle of Tums that you had in I, your I've, truck. I've uh, consistent. And we both guessed, you know, like a couple years old. And what did they end yeah. up being? Like 11 years old? Yeah, it had been a minute, Kev. Okay. There's no way the Rolaids are that bad. Yeah, Kev, I can't imagine that. So I'm going to say, I'm gonna say July... 2015. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to be a little less aggressive. I am going to say they are <laughs> November of 2018. Whoa. Um, when did we start here? 2009. May of 2009. These have an expiration date of January 2009. <laughs> oh. So you brought them from the old building. I brought it. Yeah, I did. You brought them expired from the old building. That's the other great part. Yeah, you packed so expired. You packed them and expired into a new business. <laughs> Jeez, honestly, people. So twelve years. What is old. going on here? I uh, I huh. brought them out of the uh, desk drawer yesterday, and our friend Dalton, who sits just outside our studio here, um, I was like, "Whoa, these aren't any good." And he goes, "Let me try one." Oh, no. Yeah, so he's like, oh, oh Dalton. He goes, oh, is this the color they're supposed to be? I go, I don't know what color they're supposed to be. He goes, can you smell these? I go, yeah, they smell relatively normal, like, you know, kind of like banana or something. He's like, maybe pineapple. So then he ate it, and then like 20 minutes later, he came back, goes, man, I got a stomach ache. I'm like, yeah, that's supposed to prevent that. <laughs> well, I wish I could have read him this story yesterday because Uh-oh. a Harvard professor of medicine, Vadim Gladysev, ah said that there's a little warning for all of us that like to eat food after the expiration date, and it is, guess what? You could shorten your lifespan. By eating expired food? That is correct. Wow. It can help you expire faster if you continually eat food that is expired. They say that it has something to do with molecular damage accumulating within the cells of your body, 
Uh, it, it starts with the food breaking down, and then the food gets into your body. The damage is generated by nearly every cellular process. So over time, we may have eh, many, many, many damages, millions or billions as a function of age, and they all accumulate in your body. So he recommends that, you know, maybe if you do it every once in a while, not the worst thing, but making a habit of it could shorten your lifespan by 10%. I think there's a relatively high percentage of people that 100% don't believe in expiration dates. I am, depending on the item, there are a lot of things that I'll just be like, of course I'm still eating that. Come on. Yeah, like there's some things that are pretty obvious you're not. Like, oh, I don't know, cottage cheese. Just feel like that one, you go, yeah. There's a few, yeah. Well, and you just, everybody does the same test, right? Yeah, the sniff. I don't need science. I don't need a date printed on that. I just need a sniff test. And you go, eh, I think that's going to be fine. Slim, in or out on expiration dates? I'm out on expiration dates. Obviously not to the point where I'm eating stuff from 20... Oh nine, <laughs> but I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely pushing a few days. Yeah, yeah. The 2009 you know? expiration date, that one you just kind of go. Everybody's has the similar, I think, opinion. Like, eh, you know what? Why risk it? Right. Do you remember the last item you ate past the sell by or you know best by date? Oh, it would have been some milk. Okay, yeah, Ooh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, and, and such an easy one, milk. right? Because we, we are not you like when when it hits that date, my wife will put her foot down and say, "We're not giving that to the baby because it says expired, and I'm not rolling the dice." Yeah, but I will roll the dice. Sure, and no, I'll I roll the that. dice for a couple days. I think that's I think that's well, a good one. Sometimes it's a bummer if you don't pay attention and you buy the milk in the store, and you didn't look, or you bought the one that they had. You know the one that's closest to the front for a reason because they rotated right. it, yeah. And then you go, and you oh wow, it, the expiration is tomorrow. Exactly, Jay. And you're like, oh, that's cool. We had one day to drink that gallon of milk. Well, that's a bummer. And, and obviously, for some people that works, but it's like, oh, it happened to me. I bought some milk for my granddaughter, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to buy a bigger one. Well, good luck. I had to drink it in one day, and I did. Guess it got no she, no she damage get, done. She then. got one bottle of it. Yeah, that was about it. One <laughs> sippy cup, and uh, I had the rest. I didn't want to risk it. Uh, the last thing I had that was expired was salad, like they do the uh, salad in the big plastic container. Yeah, I don't need a baby, date to know when that one's no longer good. Baby spinach. Yeah, and the date, and it was like opened it up, and I thought. It still looks fine to me. What's the worst it's going to do? Kevin, if you open it up and you can't pour it out of the bag because it's stuck to the plastic, that's when you know. Yes. And I've gone from the plastic bag to the, uh, and boy, those are nasty sometimes. Right? Oh, man, when it gets g- slimy, man, it's bad. Ooh, yuck, yuck, but I've been doing the baby, <laughs> I've been doing the spinach a lot in the big plastic container. And that oh, yeah. does better. It seems like it lasts longer. Yeah. And, and so I just and I thought, well, what's the worst it's gonna do? Give me diarrhea. That's what it's supposed to do, anyway. <laughs> Story we, number two. I don't need we that. We can't keep we can't keep that spinach apparently in our house fast enough. I feel like every time I go to the grocery store, that is on the grocery list, and I think, well, are you collecting it? And I get home, and there is none left. Like that has been eaten. <laughs> that has been eaten through in, so, with the most rapid rate of speed of all time. Just so fun to eat. My God, do you just cook I with get, it, Slim, or do you just do salads with it? 
My no, my wife cooks with it. Apparently, she does everything okay. with it. She puts it in blenders. She puts it on the stove. She puts it just on a fork in her mouth. I, I don't know. Decorates with it. I, whatever <laughs> she does, she does everything you can do with it's, it because it's gone before I can even put it in the refrigerator. It's always just gone. Oh, look, our new spinach artwork. And it's I just will, expensive defense, enough that every time I buy it, I'm like, it is. Oh. It is. I, I will, in defense of Anna, it's a huge container, right? We're probably both thinking of the yeah. same one where it's pretty Monster. good size. It's, you know, maybe six inches tall and about 13, 14 inches long. And it's just a big yep. old tub of spinach. But I will say, it's not as much in there as you think because it's leafy and it yeah, kind of pounds. Right, yeah. And you reach in and you grab it. It, it, it can go fairly fast. I'm a team Anna. Yeah, it's, uh, and it's good. It is good. Uh, finally today, boys, I bring you this one. A soap bubble master in Taiwan hmm. has broke a Guinness World Record by blowing 783 bubbles inside a larger bubble. Whoa. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Cheng Yu Ti filled a large bubble with 783 smaller bubbles. That is why he is what is known as a soap bubble master. That's impressive. That's a video I'd actually watch. I, absolutely. And, and I was like, that's interesting. And I, of course, was picturing him, you know, how he does, how he blows the bubbles, what he does. He uses uh, a large bubble wand to control the larger bubble while he blew the smaller bubbles from the side. So it's like he's controlling this giant bubble, keeps it going, and then keeps shooting the little bubbles inside. I picture like the same thing that happened at my house when I was growing up and my middle brother was trying to quote unquote set the world record with the barrel of monkeys and standing on the couch and getting them all hooked up and right as he got them hooked up I ran by and knocked them down. <laughs> Poked the bubbles right when he's going to do the world record. You're super cool. <laughs> oh, a couple what a things. Jerk. One, this looks awesome. I mean, it's just it looks fantastic because the bubbles break the outside bubble when it finally pops because there's so many, the weight of them. But the more impressive thing, and the person who should be getting their praises sung, is not the man who blew the bubbles, but whoever counted <laughs> the small bubbles inside the big bubble. That person is who we should be celebrating. Pretty impressive. Oh, my gosh. It looks – you can't even tell because they're bubbles. Right. <laughs> Uh, Cheng Yu-T also holds another record when it comes to the bubble world, guys. This is why he's a bubble master, soap bubble master. Yeah. He also had a soap bubble that he was able to make bounce 290 times before it popped. Dang, this guy's fun at parties. <laughs> yeah, he is. Seriously. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jails. Kevin, I'm going to need to talk to you about DJ stuff. Uh -oh. Maybe I need to talk to you about it. Kevin James. Okay, I, I'd gladly to... talk to you. I'd give you my professional and professional <laughs> advice. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to hear it. All right, I'm interested in the listener letter today. Soliciting, eliciting some responses. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Good Kevin. morning, guys. Okay. Good morning, guys. My husband has started eating something I find very strange. He says his grandpa used to do it, and he thinks it's way more common than I believe. He eats popcorn with black pepper and shredded cheese. 
I've never seen or heard of this before. So is this actually a thing? The only thing I ever do that's odd with my popcorn is I crumble up some bacon and put it in there once in a while. Thanks for all the fun in the mornings, Shannon. Never done either of those. Uh, you can get a hold of us, 4348623 is the text line, or 4410999 is the phone number. Uh, I will tell you this, Shannon. One thing is certain. I am not making it through the show without popcorn after reading all of these responses on Facebook. I'm a popcorn lover. Slim, do you guys eat popcorn at your house quite a bit? Oh, man, adore it. It's one of my favorite snacks. Well, it's top three favorite snack for me. And you have okay. it just regular, or what is it that you do to dress it up? So it's going to depend because I do love myself some popcorn. So we have got the occasional air pop. We'll do the air pop, old-fashioned. Yep, yep. And if that's the case, I am strictly melted butter. Melted butter, all of it, but like real melted butter. It makes it pretty much just soggy and gross, but I, <laughs> that's what I've got to do. It right. just takes me to my roots. Microwave popcorns where we get a little weird with toppings, and we normally do – I haven't done the things they said there. We normally do the pre-bought, the store ones that are like a white cheddar or okay, a yeah. yes. you know, salt and vinegar. I don't know, whatever other flavors they have. We'll do Nacho those. Nacho cheese. And then we still do a lot of the – it's like Smart Pop or whatever it is where they're in the big bags. They look like a bag of chips, but it's popcorn. Yeah. And yes. we'll do those, but we won't flavor those ones. Those ones normally come okay. pre-flavored. And adding more to it, you would actually not have any popcorn. You would just have the outside <laughs> substance that's on your fingers for years. <laughs> right. But uh, we do, should we I do even, the store-bought store -bought stuff. Should I even ask Vanilla Boy? Of what I put on it? Yes. I, I mean, I'm going to guess he does, Kev. I'm going to guess he does a white cheddar. I could see that. Um, Jay? Butter. Yeah. Okay. So good. You don't do any. Do either one of these sound good to you? The no, they all sound good. Pepper and shredded cheese. Okay. Oh, that that one to me, I've never heard of it. My old neighbor back in Harrington, a hundred years ago, the old man that lived next door to us, who was a hundred years old. Yeah. He always ate his popcorn with pepper on it, and he would always give us little bags of popcorn. Real weird. Now that I think about it in today's world. But he would always make the popcorn. I just think he would make so much of it, and he was old. He couldn't eat all of it. He would yeah. just give it to us kids. And I remember eating it with the black pepper, but never the cheese. Yeah, I don't remember cheese ever being a thing. I've heard people do the pepper, and I've never done it, but I, I could see how it would be good. Um, now, the bacon deal. Do the cheese, you have to have it right out of either the microwave yes. or the yes. air pop. It's got to be so For hot sure. it's that it's melted a little bit. Melt right on there with mm -hmm. that shredded cheese. It does sound good. I mean, I am not going to say no to it. The bacon deal, I've never heard, I've never done it at home, but I did go to a restaurant where they had something like it was like pork belly popcorn and i was like that eh, sounds good let's try that it was four bucks or something i'm like we'll try that as an appetizer sounds amazing and it was like popcorn with bacon fat drizzled over it with little pieces of bacon see that sounds terrible ridiculous. oh but i so bet good. it's great oh it was so good here are some ideas off of facebook tell me what you think of these i put reese's pieces in mine i um it's good. I've had it. it I mean, I've good. had the M and M. So, and yeah. I originally, you know, again, it has. It depends on your mood. If you're wanting, if you're a purist and you just want the popcorn, or if you're looking for a little chocolate with it. But I can see uh, it. John says black pepper is awesome. Chili pepper, Ch chili pepper, <laughs> chili powder, amazing. So step it up. Go that all the way good. to the. Uh, how about this? Kathy says taco seasoning. She puts taco seasoning on her popcorn. That's interesting. 
I would definitely try it. Man, uh, I wonder Cohen if it's a, a whole bag. I mean, you know, one of those envelopes. Is that like a whole envelope for one? I would be curious I, how much I you have know, to put yeah. on there because I feel like that goes a long way. Yeah, it wouldn't need. I don't think you'd need a lot, Jay. I mm-hmm. agree with that. That is definitely one of those that you'd have to learn how to season it just right. I haven't heard one yet that I'm not willing to try. Um, how about this one? Soy sauce. There's a guy at my work that puts soy sauce on his popcorn. (laughs) That one just. I think that one did it. I don't. Is he? (laughs) Is his name Mr. Salty? (laughs) Good lord! I don't know about that that one. Maybe I'm actually Uh, wondering. We got some Uncle Dan's powders. Thank you. Yes. I was just going to say that. Think about right now is going down and making microwave popcorn and putting the Uncle Dan powder on it. So Slim, we did the. I have a bag. Right here, full of pretzels that we did the Uncle Dan seasoning on. Oh, jeez, dude, that was my yeah, so you were good. Gonna, mm, so, you're gonna love that. And if I if that works, it's the same kind of concept as a snack. I bet you the Uncle Dan's is great. What are you gonna do, ranch? Or are you gonna do the Chipotle? Which one are you gonna try? I'll probably go. I, I'm trying to think which ones we have open because I'll go with one That's of the fair. open ones. Yeah. I think it's. I think we have. What's the Mediterranean one, KJ? Uh, Mediterranean garlic. That's the one I'll probably will, try yeah, first. You will not be sorry, I bet. Yeah, right uh, that just has to be good. Here's a couple other suggestions. Tons of people saying hot sauce is their thing. That oh, sounds great, Kev. That wow, sounds awesome. Wow. I, I had never thought of it. I Wouldn't saw it, someone else sent that in, and I'm in on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I always think it would make it kind of soggy, but I guess if you did it, you know, just lightly or whatever, I could see it working. And maybe you toss it a little bit so that it gets everywhere. That, that that does sound Yeah, that's good. also the key is the distribution of it so that it's more equal and not just like, oh, one piece is soaked in it and nothing else around right. it, you know? Uh, Kim also says they slice up green onions and salt and butter. That's what they put on their popcorn. Wow. Sounds pretty amazing. You guys are great. Ah, man, I need to branch and out Devin, on some of these. Devin says, hey. We do not food shame people on here, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, two off the text line, I think, you guys, what do you think of this sugar? I don't know if that's a real one, but I, sugar on your popcorn. Oh, okay. I'd be willing to try it. And all yeah. sugar. And, of course, cherry juice. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Do you like the glow that Slim has right now? I've got a nice, bright Christmas tree in here, and that's the only lights I'm going to keep on for the next four weeks. Kevin James. Leave them on. I don't mind closing my eyes. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Our forecast update is brought to you by Factory Rep Blinds, a very similar-sounding forecast with every high temperature for the next uh, two, four, six, eight, eight days is within two degrees of each other, between 38 and 40, with on and off rain and snow and sun all mixed together. So there you go. Starting at 26 today. Now, we've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. It's Thursday, so we clean up our emails. Jesse sent this one in on the air at jandkevin.com. She said, Jay and Kevin, a friend of mine broke up with her boyfriend at the beginning of December. I've always kind of liked him and want to see if he'd be down for a walk with some coffee or whatever we're supposed to do on dates in 2021. What are the rules of asking a friend's ex out? This isn't like a super close friend, but it's still someone I see frequently enough. That is from Jesse. Mm. Slippery slope there. Kevin, what do you think? 
you know, I really everybody has their own rules on that, right? There's no like rule that is steadfast, like it's written in stone somewhere. I mean, it I, helps I, I that she broke up with him. For sure. And I think it's one of those things you just have to decide what you think it's going to do to your, you know, friendship or what that friendship means to you. Could you live without the friendship? Is he worth it? Can you just ask? Can you ask her, like, if she's your For friend? Sure. Say, hey, if this is weird, I mean, just like you said, depends how important the friendship is. This, If this is weird, I won't do it. But I was thinking of asking Slim out for a walk. It, it's gonna be you're. It's gonna be awkward no matter what, right? Eventually, you're going to run into each other as a group, and that first yes. one is gonna be weird. And when you, and even when you ask, like the bridge, you're starting to put a match underneath that bridge, <laughs> even when you ask them. Oh yeah, you got that's a risk, no question. It's, it's it, but you have to ask. You have to if you're gonna do this, you have to bring it up with the person before you randomly get spotted out on a date with their ex. Yeah, at least be honest and upfront with it, and then also realize that that may damage any friendship you have. Right? That's fair. Yeah, and if you, I think you need to if you're gonna ruin the friendship, you need to do it by asking them for permit, like not even for permission, but just I guess you just need to bring it up to them and ruin the friendship that way, as opposed to yeah. just letting them find out through other sources. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a heads up. We're no huh? longer gonna be friends, as opposed to surprise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those if you hung out together a lot, it makes it a little more awkward, I think, for sure, where yeah. it's just like, yeah, I don't know if you're going to get approval as much. And then you just decide from there what you want to do. But also, I think, the does the age of this matter to you guys at all? And the reason I ask that, I feel like if you're in your 20s, you're like, ah, there, there's a lot of fish in the sea. Like, maybe, maybe go find somebody else. Maybe it's not worth the trouble. Mm-hmm. If you're in your 30s, you're thinking, no, oh, that's getting harder. If you're in your 40s, there, there's no rules. Like You just got to find anybody you can find. Uh, there might not be any rules, but some people are still going to be hurt about it, so you probably still have to approach it the same way. But I do understand what you're saying, that the pool is uh, smaller. Yes. And you might want to be risking a friendship over a relationship. All right, this one is from Jerry. We've got the J's in today. Jesse and now Jerry. Jerry says, Jay and Kevin, guys, I put in my two weeks at the job I've been at for the past 15 years. Oh. My last day is supposed to be next Friday. Now, I've looked at the email. It is actually this Friday. Okay. I was planning on skipping so out. So tomorrow? On- yes. Okay. That would be tomorrow because it says this. I was planning on skipping out to go skiing and make it a four-day weekend. <laughs> Okay, which makes me think he's got the new job lined up. He's ready to go. I found out that they're going to throw a surprise party for me at work. Does that mean I have to go, or should I still skip out and go on the ski trip? No, you got to go to work. (laughs) It's a great... Look, we have a four-day weekend potential. I mean... (laughs) He obviously needs the four-day weekend because he's decided to go right into work on Tuesday, which, by the way, bud, if you're giving your two weeks at a place, don't you need a little cushion for yourself in between jobs? That's yeah. on him for planning it yes, poorly. Yes, poor planning. I agree with Kevin. Now, he thinks he had it planned brilliantly by taking the Friday off, but if they're going to do a party for you, come on. But wait, are you going to call in sick on your last day of work? Jay, on a business, okay. On a place you've worked for 15 years? No. That's a I, bad I mean, look, man. I'm not, but I know his theory is, I don't care, I'm moving on. Yeah, because it sounds like he's already got the new job, right? So Jerry's thinking, I'm already, I've already got the new job. He's probably built up enough rapport. I don't even know, like... This is a sneaky game because I do like the four-day weekend, right? The four-day weekend. Sure. Right? A little ski trip. I like that. But 
yeah, yeah. he kind of buried himself by sniffing around on the party. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean he's got to go in now. I mean he he's gonna look so bad, and you, you're gonna run into these people somewhere. Can, You've worked with them 15 years. You can't you can't just bail out like that. Can you ask for the party to be no <laughs> at 10 a.m. No. so that you can get out of there by noon? <laughs> no. <laughs> I I also love it. Like, what if he hadn't found out about the surprise party oh, and God. had skipped out? Like, he has to go. He has to go to work. Now yes. that he knows, you have to be a good person and, and go to it and still then take advantage of the three-day weekend, I guess it yeah. would be, and well, then skip Tuesday. Skip your hey. first day at the new job. <laughs> Listen, I haven't... Take it off. We had an old boss that told me once when I was oh no struggling with trying to do something that I thought was kind of mean to somebody but it would benefit me in the long run. It, w- it was one of those where I was Hang like, Hang on, what are you talking about? Lay it out there, bud. You can't do I that don't remember, to me. I don't remember the actual situation, but it was one of those where it almost felt a little bit like backstabbing somebody uh-huh, that, we, okay. that I worked with, where it was like an opportunity where I was going to take something that was theirs, and uh-huh. it was going to promote me, and I would. it was a good thing for me, but I just felt bad about it. And he's like, you got to stop feeling bad about stuff like that. And I'm like, he goes, man, you know, that's the way I look at it. When you're climbing that ladder of success, it doesn't matter who you stepped on in your way up if you're not coming back down. <laughs> oh, man, that is something else right there. Well, it worked for him. Uh, yeah, and oddly, he's still in a really high position. Yeah, he's still up on his ladder, but yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I never was able to operate that way. No, I don't think any of the three of us are really wired that way. Jerry. No. Uh, have fun at work tomorrow, and hopefully you can meet up with your friends at the ski trip on on Saturday. The fact that he's asking shows that he's bothered by it a little bit. Yep. And, you know, again, when you close your eyes at night, you're always only going to sleep with just yourself. And if you can live with yourself, then whatever, man. But Yeah. And if you keep treating people like this, you might only share a bed with yourself for forever. <laughs> forever yes. I'll give you one last one. Yes, sir. Jay and Kevin, thanks. thank you for recommending Cobra Kai. My sons are now going around the house kicking each other and breaking most of the decorations on our end tables. Slap. Anyways, it's a great show. We just wanted to say thank you. We're just about to start season three. That is from Ryan. Oh, yeah, it, it's so true. I thought about it the other day. I wanted to watch Karate Kid, the original movie, and I was at Judy's, and I thought, oh, if we put that on, it's a, it's a pretty good, like, they'll be fine. They, they won't really pay attention to mm. it, probably. But then I thought, no, they're going to pay attention just enough yeah. That they will be kicking stuff. Even girls, I believe. You watch that, you're you're like, I'm still going to kick some stuff. Everybody totally. does it, right? Yeah, girls totally. might do it. Boys will, if there's two boys between the ages of 5 oh. and 12, just everything's broken. I remember walking across a Monroe Street bridge after I had seen Karate Kid in the theater. <laughs> and thinking I was going to kick that bridge down. I was doing the crane oh. on the bridge and like my buddy was with me and I'm like, run at me. God, I kick him in the. Was this chest. into your jean jacket and your wristbands and all oh, that? Of course. Okay, just making. 